So I don't remember if I, I think I mentioned it to you. I don't remember if it was on the air or not, but I had decided to start actually watching Deep Space Nine uh, like a month or two ago. Yeah, you told me that you started and then you didn't really get very far. Well, well, so I got to this episode and I, like we had kind of rolled our episodes far enough in advance that I knew this one was coming up. And mm-hmm. so I was just like, well, I could like skip it or I could like watch it now and then come back and watch it. And so I decided to just like wait until now to watch this one. Because this is, what, like the fifth or sixth episode in the first season? Uh, fifth uh, episode, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would watched up to this point and then I like recognized the name, I think, is one that I knew was coming up. So I decided to wait till till now to like keep going with it. But. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was worth waiting for it, but we'll get to that anyways. <laughs> but but yeah, it was one of those where I just like, because I feel like with, like I'll watch like, you know, like kind of like a few different like YouTube channels and sometimes Twitch streams and stuff, stuff like that. But as far as watching like actual TV shows, I occasionally will, but it's always ones that I feel like I do more out of obligation. Like I'm still kind of slowly trying to watch all of the star wars shows or like you know or like watching the modern star trek shows and i just like for whatever reason was just like i should watch something that like i know i will just just like like yeah they will just be like that was a fun 40 minutes that i spent watching television (laughs) and not like feel like a chore so yeah so i started watching ds9 and i yeah I i think it's it's definitely it's definitely just like it is just a very like it's just a good show it's fun to watch they do, I feel like, hit the ground, kind of hit the ground running as much as any show like this can. Yeah. Um, like, I think, you know, even, like, the the first episode, I think Cisco is actually really good in, and they just kind of established that. I like the sort of characterization of him of just, like, even when he's, like, going through his own stuff, he's also just, like... Like, that doesn't stop him from trying to be, like, a good dad and a good captain kind of the whole time. Yeah. You know, even, like, the... Because, like, the first episode is when he's kind of at his most, like, oh, he's still, like, upset about his wife dying and angry at Picard and, like, all of this stuff. But then, like, when it comes to actually running the station, he's just like, yeah, no, this... I, I'm i still very good at my job and still gonna, like, do the best at it. Yeah, I think, like, he's really good. I don't know. I like Bashir still, I think, less than most people. But... You won't like him. I mean, like you, you might like him more later, but you won't. You won't like him until I would say, at least at least midway through season two, if not like season three. Like, okay. like he's you. I think like there's kind of like a a period of time where you're like, what is this guy's deal? And then you sort of figure out what his deal is eventually. Yeah. Like, but yeah, but then like the second episode of the show, I think either the second or third is like, um, I think it is the second episode is where they introduce Garrick and it's like it's like Garrick and then also like the Dura sisters are there and mm-hmm. yeah like they I feel like they definitely like right out the gate and like Garrick's great right away yeah like that whole second episode is just like him making a series of like innuendos to Bashir who just like fully misses it mm-hmm. it's just like he wants me to buy a suit and I don't know why <laughs> yeah the the I think I think yeah I mean certainly comparatively you know like I watched this this sh- that show right after I finished watching TNG and I don't think that like yeah. the first season I don't like the first season of DS9 is like the best season of it I think it gets a, a lot better but like 
certainly compared to that, like you're like, oh yeah, like yeah. somebody, somebody's, somebody's at the helm here. Like you know, somebody. Yeah. 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 Or even like the first. I mean, even the first season of Voyager is like, like it, it. It I think has like some strong episodes, but it also like they spend so much of that season just like messing around with the Kazon. Yeah. Which like is one of those weird things to think about if you're watching like later Voyager of just like, man, remember when like the Kazon were a major plot point of this show? Yeah. It's interesting. Cause it's like, I think that the, the Voyager actually does kind of do a good job with, and it probably it's to their benefit just in terms of like having story hooks where it's like, I think they do a pretty good job of being like, okay, well, I guess we probably shouldn't do Kazon episodes anymore because like, they're not in that part of space anymore. You know, like, like, and so the, yeah. like, that same thing with like the, the phage people or which I can't remember what they're called right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like the, um, or or like the Herogen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's the, the vibe from DS nine is so different than all the other shows because it's in a place. It's, it's like, it's, Mm -hmm. it's there. Things are coming to them instead of them going to places. And I don't know. I just, I'm just so into it. And I, and like, I think that's one reason why I think I probably like this episode a little better than you. Cause I, I would not say this is like a great episode, like on any kind of objective standard. But but I was like, you still just get to go to this place that you like. Yeah, and I like like unlike the episode we're talking about next time. Like, there's no weird like <laughs> sexual. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that episode. We'll get, we'll get into get that. To. But like, um, yeah, it's just like it's it's like a little boring. But it's like I don't know. You still get to watch. Like honestly, like. I, like, I, I don't think it was, like, good, but I was, like, just thinking to myself, it's, like, I wonder what it felt like to be, uh, you know, to be Cole Meany and to just get, like, read your script and you're, like, oh, okay, so I have to, like, really sell saying things like yeah. vacuum cleaner, nervous system, helicopter. Yeah, it is, it like, is one of those like, episodes, and I'll, I'll probably talk more about this in general, but, but yeah, we're, like, every, every actor gets at least one scene where they just get to, like, have fun with just like okay now say a bunch of nonsense words yeah but anyway yeah so uh well i'm glad you're liking it i i uh yeah so now i get to i get to go back to to watching it too so yeah i i think it's kind of like the most like love it or hate it uh like i i feel like i feel like like there's not a lot of people who have watched ds9 ds9 are like oh yeah that one is like fine like i feel like yeah. i feel like it's either people are either like really into it or like this is not the thing i like about this thing so i'm curious you have to keep on reporting back I, as you I, I almost get the feeling more that it's just like love it or haven't watched it um but i think like yeah. most people that have bothered to like actually go and like watch all of ds9 end up really liking it um, well i was i will say like other our, people are just like yeah i watched like the other ones and never really like just never got into ds9 or never really watched it I mean, it is a different vibe, I will say. So it's like, I think if you're yeah. really, really tied into, like... The Enterprise going the en- to Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think I think it's... Yeah, I'll, I'll say, like, you know, frequent... Uh, you know, our frequent regular listener, Mark, uh, does not like DS9. Like, oh, uh, really? Yeah. I think, although I think that that is largely to do with how much he does not like um, Anna Visitor's performance, um, which... That's fair, I, and yeah, I guess yeah. I guess I in the same way that like I think I like Bashir less than most people. I think I do actually like like Kira more than pretty much everyone, yeah, at least slightly. <laughs> like I like I don't hate I don't hate that character or like her performance. Like, yeah, yeah, and I think most people do. But 
Uh, but yeah, I'm glad you like it. Um, yeah, we could keep on reporting back uh, as you as you go through. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Out of Contracts, the show where two guys who have seen part of Star Trek try to watch all of it in no particular order. I'm Ryan Howard. And I'm Brady Jungle. And today we are talking about Babel, which is season one, episode five of Deep Space Nine. It was written by Michael McGreevy, uh, Naren Shankar, Sally Caves, and Ira Stephen Bear. And it was directed by Paul Lynch. Uh, the memory alpha synopsis is... A virus infects the station's residents, making almost everyone unable to speak coherently. All right, so good episode. That's basically what happens in the episode. And yeah, can, I was about you know, to say. So, all right, so next yeah, time we're going to be talking about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, please. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Uh, yeah, this is, um, this is a pretty basic episode of this program. Uh, I, 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 you know, as, as we were saying it before, it's like... I don't, uh, I don't hate it, um, but like, I feel like we, yeah, we, we've 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 run up against a few DS9s that I would say are like sort of subpar lately, and I, I want us to kind of get back to yeah, a different, a different state of being on these where we're where we're we're enjoying some a little bit more, but um, I like I said, I think this episode is like pretty inoffensive. It's just like I was just kind of like, well, like. There are definitely like better episodes of this. Yeah, it yeah. it does kind of feel like a, and again, kind of like we were talking about with with some of the other shows. I feel like, especially in sort of like the first season, you do have kind of these, like almost like filler, like you know, kind of what they call the like ship in the bottle episodes, where it's just like, yeah, this is a thing that happened and how everybody dealt with it, and then they solved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, yeah, this, this, yeah, this probably one, is not going to be like a. Just felt like there was like just not enough there. Yeah. For me. Like, so this but, is not not going to be a terribly long episode. But why don't you why don't you take yeah. us into the episode that is there? Yeah. So the episode starts out with basically like O'Brien being almost comically like overworked, where like he's just kind of like running from like everyone keeps like calling and being like, "Chief, this is break." Like the whole station is kind of breaking down because this is still early enough where it's like. You know, this was an old Cardassian station that the Federation, like, got as part of some treaty. But then, like, also the Cardassians kind of trashed the place before they left. Mm-hmm. And so everything's broken, breaking down because it's, like, it's older technology and then it's been, like, messed with. And it's also, like, Cardassian. And so, like, O'Brien is just running around, like, fixing thing after thing. And everybody's terminals are breaking down or, like, the and then, like, the the kind of major one is that like it seems like basically all of the replicators on the station are like malfunctioning and so like everyone's like trying to order food and just getting something terrible instead and so he he starts fixing all the replicators and then they show like one of the replicators as he's he's like back kind of in the wiring fixing it and he accidentally like bumps into or like activates this little plastic device that's like stuck on inside like the the wiring of the replicator that starts like flashing mm-hmm. and then he gets he gets like well first he gets like all the replicators kind of in the like upper decks like the what do they say like the command area of the ship working first yep um or like operations or something like that 
Um, and then they, they have this, there's a couple of scenes where like, uh, Odo is in Quark's bar, just kind of like, just there to sort of like mock Quark and laugh at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because basically like Quark's replicators are also broken. And so like, he's not able to make food or like the food he does make tastes terrible. So no one's at, at the bar, like ordering food. Mm-hmm. And, and Odo's just there being like, huh, business seems is pretty, pretty bad, bad for you, it? huh? Yeah. <laughs> nice to be yeah. Um, and, and just kind of like laughs at him for a while and then leaves. And then you see Quark kind of like basically hack into like the station computers or just like use, like he's got in a drawer, he's just got like a whole row of different like ac- like cards for different access levels. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you know, he like look, tries to look up like which replicators has O'Brien already fixed. And the computer's like, that's like level six classified. And then he just like re- pulls out this drawer and like picks out a stick and like sticks it into the, into the computer and it shows him. Um, and so then this is something that I always, I, I wonder if you've noticed this shit or if you've, I think that something I always like kind of like about the show is that like whenever they need to like do some sort of like hacking, like they, they, they take out these little like tubes. They look like, they look like vials of like liquid. I don't really understand like what they are supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I always think about that. Uh, but yeah, he's got this weird little, yeah, like, and they just kind of like have these little like holes in the computer panel that they like yeah. either slide them out of or slide a different one in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're not like mar- marked in any way or like have any like external information on them. They're just like a colored, like, yeah, like kind of plastic cylinder that's like sort of like almost see-through or like, yeah, you, like you said, like almost looks like it's got some like liquid inside of it and they just slide them in and out. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And so then, then he like, I don't fully remember like the order of things, but like what then like they kind of the next well, he start, like, we, you find out later, later that he starts like, yeah think, like, like quirks bar is like up and running again and busy and people are like playing dabo and eating food and like there's there's some like guy at the bar who like in the first season like starts like bullying quirk because he's like this soup tastes terrible and then like when it all works again they show like the same guy and he's like quirk your soup is so delicious mm-hmm and Odo again like comes in and is just like, "How did? You, why is everyone back at your bar again?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, O'Brien fixed my replicator, or, or Rom fixed my replicator." Yeah. He says Rom fixed his replicator, and then, and then they show like him, like sneaking into some like un, like empty room up in the command level, like a like empty like crew quarters, and like use like just like takes a cart up there and like uses the replicator to like make all of the food and then take it back down to his bar. I will say it's it's kind of rude that that O'Brien decided to fix um like a replicator in an empty room for <laughs> I did think about that. Like he's just that, that like uh, apparently higher on the priority list than like the <laughs> the like restaurant the that everyone that eats every, at the yeah. restaurant is this like unused <laughs> empty room. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I did. I had to think about that. I was like, why did wait? Why did O'Brien fix this one? Yeah, and I was like, well, maybe they're like all on one. Like, like there's a, a circuit that like affects a whole bunch of them on this floor or something like that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a chair. That's a more charitable <laughs> read. Yeah, but he's just like, well, 
it's important just just in case like we get some new officer or something that they have yeah. a, a replicator router ready for yep yeah but then like it turns out that odo was the cart and so he like catches quark doing this i guess i guess this does happen <laughs> i love when odo is a thing yeah it's great it's it's a great gimmick and like i always like kind of i feel like usually looks pretty good or like kind of impressive for you know 1997 or whatever yeah i do i I do wonder like if and when they ever remaster the show like how how that stuff will look if yeah because obviously it's not it's still it's still early digital and you know you can't there's there's no high def version of of the show that exists but yeah yeah and then (laughs) that one does have the again kind of i guess this episode won't come out right after the one that we our our lower deck special but but they are also kind of mean to Rom, sort of off screen in this one, because they're just like, because yeah. Odo's basically like, well, you said Rom fixed it, and I knew you were lying because Rom's an idiot. Yeah, or you know, like you're right. Rom is an idiot. And that's but like uh, the end of the scene. <laughs> it's like, well, that's but, mean. But unlike, unlike, unlike in that in that episode of Lord X, so Rom is well, Rom is not like particularly technically savvy. I will say is one one aspect, but also sure. also like. They all think Rom is an idiot at this point because Rom like is kind of is is not you know really like like you, you kind of get to know Rom over time and realize that like people everyone thinks he's an idiot and treats him like an idiot but he's not you know like so mm. it makes sense for them to feel that way about like him the at two this, of them to yeah at this stage you know but anyway yeah go on yeah I don't even think he's, he's no he's not, not even in, in the episode, episode at all, no, is no. He? no. Kind of... I was kind of sad I was like don't talk about Max Brunchick and then don't put him in the episode but yeah. Man, oh man! You just eventually you're gonna get to like the episode where Rom forms a union, and you're gonna be like, "Oh man, Rom rules! Rom's yeah. so good." So yeah, so then so that's what's going on with like Odo and Quark at this point. I'm and again, like I may be getting stuff kind of out of order, but but then the main thing that happens is O'Brien again is just kind of getting more and more like exhausted and overworked, and someone tells him something, and he answers just with this sort of like nonsensical phrase, and they're like, "What did you just say?" And he just kind of more and more starts like talking nonsense and like getting frustrated that no one's understanding him, but is saying like all of the wrong words. Mm-hmm. And they take him to sick bay, and they're like, "He's got receptive aphasia." But, you know, that's usually caused by, like, damage to some part of the brain, and, like, his brain's fine. So, yeah, I wanted to, let's, can we, can we have a brief... Do you want Brady's, to medical court? Yeah. Medical court I, here? I, I, was, did, I was curious, I, I wanted to know, like, what you, like, like, talk, talk about, talk about, like, what, what they're saying he has at the beginning of the episode, anyway. Yeah. So, and I, this is all based on, like, I did a little bit of, like, Wikipedia searching when this came up, and trying to remember if I remembered it right, and then, like, my memories from you know like general neurology in med school so actual like people that study the brain are gonna probably correct me on part of this or understand it better but what what he has in this episode is and and like kind of the way like i think they actually did a pretty good job of like most of their like explanations of stuff and like science of stuff is is pretty like kind of accurate at least like kind of in the right direction i thought like they did a pretty good job of like looking up this so there are different types of aphasia which is just kind of generally like the inability to speak and like this is kind of that it all depends on you know they're mostly associated with like like they say in this like either strokes or like like damage to part of the brain and it depends on like which part of the brain is affected because there's kind of like different areas in the brain that played 
different roles in like language and comprehension and speaking. Yeah. And so what this one is, is receptive aphasia, or it's also called like Wernicke's aphasia, because that's the area of the brain that, that is affected is, is actually more of a, like what the actual problem is, is in like comprehension. Uh It's like understanding what words mean, which they kind of talk about that in this, that like you would look at like a, like you like look at a phaser and be like, you know, that's a table or something like that. And Uh so, so they're still like when they're talking, they're still like constructing things that sound like they should be like phrases or sentences. It's just that like all of the words are like not the right word. Because they do, because they do have when they repeat themselves, they re- they'll they'll say the same thing. Yeah, and so, so it, it makes, is just. It like, seems like it makes sense what, to them. Yeah, like you know what you're trying to say, but you just like can't understand what any of the words mean. Yeah, and so yeah, so it's actually a problem with and so because so it even like there's a point when I think it's it's later in the episode when um it's when Bashir gets affected by it that he actually like like he looks at a screen and like all of the words on the screen look to him like yeah. nonsense words they 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 have a picture of that in the episode it made me, I, but I, I i in the memory alpha but i i was i i noticed that while we were watching it that yeah, yeah. so at the bottom it says hinder squad performance then loud bush it went gray relish equal hook growl rope slash honeymoon dolphin sky drum <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and and i think that is kind of like sort of representing that that it's it's not just a like you know like you're trying to say stuff and like nonsense is coming up but it is an actual like you can't understand what words mean what the right words mean anymore yeah so like there's there's a different kind of of aphasia that like is kind of the opposite of that that's expressive aphasia where like it's like what they actually lose is like the ability to put thoughts into like sentences mm-hmm so like they still understand what things mean. So like you could point at something and be like, "What's that?" And they you point at a window and say like, "What's that?" And they can say window, mm-hmm. but the, just they can't say anything about it because they like have lost the ability to kind of like construct all of that together into like a a, a way to say something. Sure. So yeah, there's kind of different types of phases that like will you know like express differently. And this I feel like they do a good job of that of more the. Um, like the first type of aphasia where it is like they're trying to say something and like putting it you know like together is it sounds like something that should make sense but but none of the words are right now of course that's not actually what's wrong with them right <laughs> yeah so so they're like it you know it's it's like this part of the and the part of the brain is like affected but he he hasn't had a stroke he hasn't like taken any like trauma to the head or anything like that and then dax starts i think dax is the second one right like starts doing the same thing yeah kind of while they're talking about it and so then Bashir figures out it like oh it must be something some sort of like infection that's being spread and so he like finds this virus that that's sort of like going around that at first they're like oh it came from the replicators and I think is that when they I forget when they find the little the little thing but basically like there's this little device that's kind of like reprogrammed the replicators to start including this virus in the food yeah and at first they're just like okay well it was like in the replicators so it's just anyone who's used like the replicators that are actually like fixed and working and then that's when odo comes in and it's just like well i have bad news because 
Quark has been using one of those replicators and serving food to everyone on the station. And then it become and then they're just like, well, now it's it's like in everybody and then is like mutated and so now it's just airborne. So now like the whole station is infected basically. So I kind of liked this. I, I don't know, like, it weirdly really just, like, every now and then something that happens on one of these shows makes me think of COVID in a way, and it's like... Yeah, and, and it was a little... And it's like, it is... It was a little hit, hit a little close to home there. Yeah, I don't know, it's just like, I was like, it's it's um, interesting to... Well, just someone really wanted to, like, have to like have people... It's, it's basically just like someone was like, well, people really wanted to go out to eat, and so we have, like, this virus that, that has, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, it, it, it may have at one point been like restricted to you know like these eight people yeah but the more things but change like this guy had to keep his restaurant in business and and now everyone has it <laughs> yeah it's just yeah i just thought it was like it was like a funny little like the more the more things change the more things stay the same yeah yeah so yeah so then as they they figure out that it's coming from the replicators and then they and then they start like investigating and they find the little device and so at first they're just like, oh, like the Cardassians must have sabotaged the station because it it uses some like energy signature or something that is Cardassian. But then then Bashir somehow figures out that it was actually made by the Bajorans. Yeah. That like they had like back when this was a Cardassian station, the like Bajoran resistance had planted this thing to try to like attack the Cardassians, but then it never got activated. Mm-hmm. And and as this is going on, kind of like more and more people are being infected with this and getting sent to you know this kind of like infirmary, like quarantine area. Yeah. Um, and like Jake, I think does, and so Cisco is very sad about that. Um, Jake wearing his wearing his like still still very young, so wearing his yeah Jake's kid Jake's his kid Star Trek one. his kid like Star young, Trek clothes. Young Cyric Lofton, no offense, but like. Is, is not not a great actor. I find him so much more tall. I, mean, I don't like Jake really throughout the entire show. Is not my favorite character, but like I, I find him so much more tolerable than Wesley because like the show is not trying to get you to be like, look how special this little boy. Yeah, is. this is the coolest like, person ever. Yeah, like he's just like he's, he's so just a child. Awesome. Like he's he's yeah. just a child, yeah, especially at the beginning. Yeah, and like la- later cool. on, later on in the show, they're like, well, what if he gets really into journalism? And like then I'm then I'm kind of like I don't like I don't really like this. But um, sure. But yeah, I would say early Jake is just kind of like, well, you know, whatever. He's a child. Like, <laughs> yeah. I I think so. Everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah. And I don't really have any issue with it. It's just like then, like, there should be something else that's happening. Is the problem? Like, like, like yeah. there should yeah, because like all of this, it is just kind of like, yep. There's a virus and it's infecting everyone. Like there should it keeps be infecting e- people. There should be either something else with like with Quirk or something else with like that guy who wants to escape the ship and, and doesn't really that doesn't really go yeah, over he has like a scene at the beginning and a scene at the end of like yeah there's this like freighter captain who is like you know he's like my you know like cargo's gonna spoil if I don't get on the way right now and then but then he has like this moment of being like like he's actually just like very scared that he doesn't want to get infected with the virus yeah, like, but instead, it's like really, it's like they're kind of doing the main plot of the episode, and then like, just, and then like they're like, okay, well now we've done that for a while. Now we have to go back to another scene of like Jake being like snowplow, 
Freemason. Like, 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 where it's yeah. like, okay, like, like, because that's this is the thing that I I think about whenever something like I watch something like this where it's like. I wouldn't keep on trying to talk. I don't think. Like, like if I, if, if I, you would just kind of get be like, well, no one, yeah, yeah, because like they all know. Like O'Brien doesn't, but like everybody else is like, oh, okay, well, we know what is happening in this, like, yeah, because we were informed about it before we started. This started happening to us, and so I would be yeah. like, okay, well, every time there's, that there's I no speak, like, I'm gonna say yeah. like screwdriver, you know, moo moo. Acapulco, and, and so like I'm just gonna like there's no point in that. I'm just gonna be quiet, you know. Like I'm gonna yeah. wait. I'm gonna patiently wait until you know or whatever. The I, fixes it. Yeah. yeah, I just I just uh, that was just I was just like why why are they like why is Jake running over to this doctor and being like no you don't understand <laughs> lizard tennis shoes and it's like no come yeah. on you know yeah yeah and I mean it like I think part of, like one element of this is just kind of like everyone gets like that fun acting prompt of just like okay yeah. now try to like communicate without saying words that make sense and like everyone gets like one scene where they get to do it because like one by one everybody on the ship gets affected by the virus yeah i do i think the most effective Except one for of Odo those work because ferengi have superior immune systems well uh uh, uh kira doesn't either right or does she at the very end she does at the very oh, she does at the very end that's like, right while she does, yeah. while she's like in the lab with the doctor guy yeah she like right before he figures it out she does and so she's just kind of sitting there after that uh-huh. I think I think the most effective like moment f- is like I think I think that they do a good job. Well, well, I think I think that Terry Farrell does a good job where where she like realizes like oh no because like, she's like kind of the first one it happens to after O'Brien yeah and, like just like the look on her face of like or you know like oh crap I'm gonna I'm gonna but no uh, but like just like the moment of her being like oh no like this is it's about to happen to me like is uh, that was like well done yeah she does a good good acting job with that yeah i i'll yeah i'll talk about how i feel about the whole aphasia thing once we finish the the overview but yeah and so then so uh bashir is just kind of like in the lab trying to like synthesize an antidote for this thing and keeps kind of like trying and not quite getting it and then kira is and this i don't know if i like just like missed some like lines of dialogue or like they just kind of intentionally like only show you bits of what kira is working on but basically kira is trying to track down like which person like who in the bajoran underground made this virus because then maybe like they can they'll have an antidote and so she's like contacting some of like her old contacts and she gets somehow she gets this name of like a a scientist in the resistance that yeah probably did it or that like she is convinced is the one that did it. And yeah, she's talking. Out. She talks to like one of her old friends in the resistance because that's like that is one of the cool yeah. things about Kira is that she used to be like a terrorist, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah, that sounds like something that this other guy Deja Decon Alec would make. Yeah, and then she and finds then she looks system. him up and like he is dead. But then she's just like, oh, but his death certificate was signed by this Bajoran doctor that was also in the resistance. Yeah. So he must know something about this virus, I guess. Um, well, because you said she was like he was his lab assistant or something like that. Oh, okay. Maybe I missed that part then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she tracks this guy down and is just like, "You need to tell me about the virus." And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And, and he hangs up. up yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, the fact that he like immediately hung up on me kind of makes me more suspicious." I mean, yeah, like so, fair, so, yeah, fair, she's fair, convinced fair enough. That, like, he has something to do with it, and so she kidnaps him. 
Um, I, I liked that, that she's just like, I'm just checking to make sure you're still in your office. And then she just yeah. beams him out. <laughs> and then she's, and then she yeah. basically like does everything, but just like, she gets up right up next to him and like, basically just like breathes on him. So that she's like, yeah. And she's sorry, like, you have to, no, you're infected too. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. So I'm not, I'm not a huge Nana visitor performance fan, but I, I was like, the writing on this is like pretty solid. I think at least like I was, I was enjoying, yeah. you know, that. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. And I, they did have a good scene too, where like, you know, because it's at this, I think probably right before this maybe is when Bashir gets sick, which is kind of this big blow because like he was the one that was working on the cure, and like it gets to a point where it's just it's Cisco and Odo and Kira are like the only people on the ship that aren't affected by this. Yeah, and and like Cisco's like Odo, you have to help me be like running the ship, and then and then Kira's like, okay, I'm like I figured out who the person we need is i'm gonna go get him and cisco's like no you can't go like you can't leave quarantine you can't go to bajor you because you'll infect like all of bajor and she's like oh don't worry i'm not going to set foot on the planet Mm. and i think there's a really good scene where like cisco's kind of about to argue with her and odo's just like don't bother yeah (laughs) he's like don't bother arguing with her like this is our only shot and there is kind of this like scene of like the three of them because again this is like early in the show where they're all like learning to trust each other but just kind of like the three most like kind of like senior people on the station being just like okay we all have to like trust each other on this yeah kind of having like that i thought was really good Mm -hmm. and yeah so she goes and kidnaps the guy and brings him back to the station and he's he's still like he was just like i didn't like he was only kind of like partially involved in making this virus and he's just like i don't like have an antidote but then like he's able to look at bashir like all the work bashir's done and like figure out a thing because he knows sort of like the style of nucleotides or whatever that the elig would use yeah and so he's able to make a cure and they cure everybody on the on the station oh and i guess because then while that's going on the other thing that's happening is this that the freighter captain from earlier is like trying to leave this like gets on his ship and is like trying to like fly away because he's just like everyone on my crew has gotten infected and like i have to escape and they're like no like we have docking clamps on your ship it's not going to work and he just starts like guns his engines and, and starts to fly away and then his ship's about to blow up and they're like we have to like get to his ship and like physically like kind of blow the docking clamps so the ship can get away from the station or it'll blow up the station yeah but then right as that's happening cisco also like gets sick and like you know like can't talk anymore and so it's just odo by himself and then he has to like recruit quark to help him and this is there's a nice like i don't know quark and odo kind of begrudging respect stuff here i thought anyway i don't know yeah it is one of those where like you're you're getting a little bit of their like frenemies type type action i feel like Mm -hmm. (laughs) because yeah so then like quirk stays in operations and is kind of like the guy on the system you know like running the controls yeah well because it because it's at like the other end of the station so odo's just like i I can't like physically get over there in time and quirk's like oh i can use the transporter to beam you over but like someone has to like actually be at the controls the transporter yeah then he's like oh yeah i I was on a freighter and yeah, I saw this I've happen many times. Of yeah. times. <laughs> and I was just like, "Wait, what?" And then they beam him over. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and so he like pulls the captain out of the ship, and then like 
blows the things. That part I also thought like the like it was a cool piece of I don't know if this is like a, a set that they have used at other times, but I thought it was like a, a cool piece of like because they have like these big you know they look like these kind of like hydraulic yeah yeah like tubes that like slide out of each other that you know I'm sure it's the same thing as the doors where there's just like a person behind a panel that's like pulling on a rope to make them slide but like they look I don't know they look really good to me yeah it's just like I wonder if they use these or if it was like just built for this one scene in this virus episode but yeah so he like you know opens these panels and like slides out these things and is able to like release the ship and it goes out into space and explodes and it's like Quark and Odo have like stayed the station together mm. and then <laughs> and then that yeah because that's when Kira's like on her way in because she like radios to the ship being like okay, okay I'm coming into to dock and, and Quark's the one on the in ops that's just like okay you're cleared for docking Kira and he's like wait Quark? <laughs> uh, out of seven like us recapping it I'm like yeah, I don't know. I like the character stuff in this episode. I, I yeah, I think the, the yeah, climax I, I thought was good. Like the Odo and Quark saving the station was good. But yeah, it is just kind of like it, it's just kind of a like at its base, it's just like everyone on the ship gets infected by a virus. They find a cure for the virus and save the station. Yeah, like that's that's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. I think a thing for me with this one also is that like, and I don't know. It almost feels like one of those things where like either the script like went through enough like revisions or like stuff got cut or you know reworked or that that like it ended up not being about what they originally thought it was about because like it's called babel and like the virus is this kind of like causes this like you know like inability to communicate but that doesn't really ever like really come into play yeah. Like, it, it just kind of becomes, like, generic deadly virus, and this just happens to be one of the symptoms of it. Yeah. Right? Like, you would think that this would be, like, oh, like, what happens when, like, everyone on the ship can't communicate with each other, but they still have to, like, figure out a way to, like, work out what to do without being able to talk to each other, or something like that. Yeah, and I instead think... instead, it, it's just, like, someone gets infected, they have, like, a scene where they're just, like, oh, no, I'm infected, watermelon shower curtain yeah and then they get kind of like and then they're just sort of like not a character and then the show and for the rest of the episode yeah i think the the closest like it comes to having like a point is that is kind of like well the bajorans are the ones who did this you know yeah like like but like yeah they don't really like do very much with that at all you know yeah but but yeah i feel like you could make it a lot more about like, there's a lot of fun stuff you could do with a story where no one can communicate with each other. Yeah. And totally. I, maybe it's just, like, that's what I was expecting it to be about. And, like, yeah, it could have just been, like, a virus that makes you, like, break out in blue splotches. And, like, it would have been the same story, <laughs> I guess. Wait, a, a virus just, makes you break out? Just to pull an example A virus that makes you break out in blue splotches? Well... <laughs> funny you should say that and i, I actually do kind of want to wrap this episode because i have to use the bathroom okay. uh, is there anything else we want to talk about uh with this one i i, I think we yeah I, I not not a not a great episode i think i liked it a little bit more than you but i i totally i get what you're saying i get where you're coming from absolutely anything else that we haven't really touched on yet that we wanted to make sure we touched on with this with this one i don't think i really had anything now okay all right well thank you everybody for listening we are going to be back with another early Star Trek, early in the, in the run of a show, Star Trek uh, episode. 
uh, with uh, next next time with uh, we come out every other week. So next time we're doing Miri, which is or as they sometimes seem to pronounce her name on the episode Mary, uh, which is uh, Star Trek uh, the original series season one episode eleven. Um, so you can come back in two weeks to listen to us then. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter or Blue Sky at Contracts. You can visit us on the internet at outofcontracts.podbean.com. You can email us at outofcontracts at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on YouTube at Out of Contracts. Contracts is spelled C-O-N-T-R-E-K-S. You can also check out the other shows on the Kaleidoscope Media Podcast Network. There's Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. There's Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast. And there's That's Not How Science Works, which is a science and pop culture podcast. Uh, so yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye.